Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve the case. I'm Allie Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stetton. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shoutouts, merchandise discounts, and in-studio videos of full episodes yeah. released a day early. Insane. Er- yeah. Not unprecedented. Unprecedented for any podcast ever. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. Most exciting about this is you get to see Maria drink water from her Wawa bottle. I don't have it today, oh, but I have my coffee. She has, cof- she has coffee. Uh, you can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. For merch, you can go to webcrawlerspod.com or hothorse.horse. If you're nasty. We also have a cameo. We have to do some free cameos today because here's the thing. You can go to cameo and go to webcrawlerspod, but here's the issue. Here's the deal. It only gives us a few days to do them. Yeah. We we have like a three-day window, but Melissa and I only see each other like once a week. So if you request them on like a Thursday... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, then we're not we're we're not going to make the, it. No, then it should be fine. Oh, then it should be fine. But like, if you request it like on a Monday, it's like, well, fuck. We usually record on the weekend. Yeah, can't you guys do a FaceTime or something and then record one of you via satellite? Do you know what I mean? Satellite. What? <laughs> like. Okay, oh, I Allie, see. you have your cameo on your phone, and you're going, "Hey, it's me, Allie," and then you go, "And here's Melissa," and it's Melissa on Facetime on your computer. Oh, oh. I mean, sure, I guess we could do that if we wanted to do it that way. This I mean, is why Maria just, runs a company. This is why you're a businesswoman. <laughs> wow, that's right. Well, okay, right. so case 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 closed. closed. Case closed. Case but closed. also, I, would, I don't know. If people want you together. Well, they do because I'll tell you why. I I recorded a few cameos <laughs> just alone. Uh-oh. And then people bought cameos again saying, hi, Allie, thanks for the cameo. We actually wanted Melissa in it. Yeah, that's, yeah they that's, do. Yeah. That's, you know. They want me. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. But I like how they're like, thank you so much. Yeah, but. we appreciate it. But we appreciate <laughs> the effort. But uh, thanks, but no thanks. So anyways, Maria just solved the cameo problem. Okay. Pr- problem yeah, solved. It's five bucks. You get, you get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> If yeah, it was exactly. $20, we'd go to each other's houses, we'd drive, we But it's like the cost of gas, it and just, it's it like time. Work. It doesn't make sense. Financially, it doesn't make sense. I'm yeah. glad we're talking about this for like 15 <laughs> minutes. This is worth it. Uh, Melissa, who are our Patreon shoutouts? We have Zara L. That's my friend. Yeah. Nate B. Lacey D. <laughs> and Marcy G. All of our friends. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. This week's episode is about people who have gone, quote unquote, missing mm-hmm. on cruise ships since the year 2000 over 250 people have vanished from cruise ships are they all accidents or is something more sinister happening let's, let's get, get into, into it. it and something even more exciting <laughs> melissa pretty much wrote this entire episode <laughs> so i'm going to be learning along with you I am just excited as you are to listen to this episode that I'm participating in. You know, you were sick this week, and then I love cruise ship disappearances. Yeah. I got carried away. She got carried I got away. Really carried I said, away. Melissa, I'm ready to get into the dock. And she's like, too late. I already Girl, wrote seven I have, pages. I have a thousand pages already. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. I'm so excited. What started as a family cruise to celebrate an anniversary ended in a murder investigation. Canadian woman on a cruise with her boyfriend who mysteriously disappeared. The FBI investigating a suspicious death on board Alaskan cruise liner. I feel like we're hearing these stories more often than before of people going overboard. So there have been a shocking number of cruise ship disappearances. Some passengers have fallen overboard, while others have just disappeared mysteriously. That's nuts. And there's a lot of conflicting data online about the amount of people have gone missing. But from what I've read, I've gathered over many different websites, there, and according to the Cruise Lines International Association, approximately one to two people a month what? fall overboard or go missing on cruise ships. We were talking about going on a cruise last night. We were. It was a, a riverboat river cruise. cruise. Which I, f- I feel way more you comfortable on a riverboat. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. you could yes. swim to shore. And there's less people. But there are anacondas. Yeah. Okay. Anacondas, like Ice Cube, the movie. So of the 300 <laughs> or so missing... I don't know. My brain stopped working. So of the 300 or so missing people from cruise ships, 10 of those who went overboard were rescued. Okay. And then one person even survived in the water for more than 22 hours. Ooh. It was this, it was a couple years ago. It was a 33 year old crew member of a Norwegian ship. It was near Cuba. Okay. 
So passengers who go on Carnival cruise lines are more likely to fall overboard than any other cruise line. That's crazy. Isn't, yeah. Doesn't Shaq do promotions for Carnival cruises? I'm sure he does thousands Shaq of promotions. He does the general. He does a general. He does icy hot. He does Shack Carnival Cruise. Of course, he does commercials. We should we should insert a uh, his his a clip yes. from his commercial. Because once you choose fun, you never want to stop. Carnival, choose fun. So one of the reasons a lot of these cases go unsolved is because the FBI rarely investigates cruise ship disappearances huh. because they don't get a lot of information. Right. Because when you're on a cruise ship. Different laws apply depending on which international territory you're in. So it's complicated to trace these disappearances. Oh, fuck. Like maritime law? Yes. Shit. Uh, there's a site called cruisejunkie.com that has all sorts, has all these stats, has how many people have gotten sick, how many people have gotten norovirus. Oh, God. Has people have died, gone missing. It's an amazing website. What is norovirus? Oh, norovirus. Allie, it's my is, worst nightmare. It's like a gastrointestinal uh, virus. Oh, where no. it's you can it's very contagious. I got swine flu in 2009. Yeah. Yeah, norovirus is like the cruise ship virus. Yeah. Basically it's passed through anything really. Yeah. And it's just like it's so highly contagious that if one person gets it like the whole cruise ship gets you it. You have okay. to be quarantined. That is my it. absolute No, nightmare. it's horrible and it's just vomiting and like oh, and no, it's like the thanks, worst. Bud. Okay. That happened uh, when I went on a cruise like in 2010 or whatever. My ex-boyfriend's parents one of them like got sick and they had to be quarantined in their room they could not leave the room for like three days my mom was roofied on a cruise what on her honeymoon <gasps> by your dad not by my dad <laughs> what happened so she and my dad uh got married in a courthouse and then they decided to take like a cruise to the bahamas and my mom and my dad were at like the bar or whatever mm -hmm. and all of a sudden my mom is like there was some sort of thing where it's like if you drink – I can't remember how it went, but like if you drink a certain amount, like then your your dinners are free or like something <laughs> oh weird. Oh, my God. Or like That's something cool crazy. Law. I know, right? It was like some sort of like thing that the, the cruise ship was offering. Then all of a sudden my mom felt like – she hadn't drank a lot, but my mom yeah. all of a sudden felt like really sick. Or maybe it was that my mom was at the bar before my dad or like something weird right. happened. And all of a sudden my mom felt really sick and then she was passed out for like three days. And like oh the, the like the cruise doctor had to like come in and like all this stuff. And like so my mom essentially spent her whole honeymoon to my dad passed out. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Damn. So cruises cruises are nuts. They're nuts. So there's uh, there's so many interesting stories about missing people on cruise ships. So we're going to talk about a few. Yeah. And then we're going to get into a little bit of a longer story about the most mysterious disappearance that I think. Yeah. It's called Amy Lynn Bradley. Okay. So let's get into the first one. Some notable cases of missing people. First is Rebecca Coriam. Early on the morning of March 22nd, 2011, Rebecca Coriam, a British crew member on the cruise ship Disney Wonder, Disney, fuck, was captured on surveillance video in the crew lounge having a phone conversation where she appeared to be really upset. Several hours later, she missed the beginning of her shift and could not be found anywhere. The case is still under investigation. 
She's still missing? She's still missing, yes. And her parents believe that Disney knows more than they claim. Mm -hmm. They always do. And uh, wants to avoid negative publicity. A month later, her parents got a notification that there had been some activity on her credit card, but nothing ever came from that. Yeah. Wow. So did she intentionally disappear, or was she murdered and someone used her credit card? Yeah, that's just one of many unsolved cases. Oh my god, maybe it's like identity theft. Yeah, because she was on the phone, upset, and then... I always feel like this stuff is human trafficking. Yep. I well, feel- our main case oh, really? has okay. a strong case for that. Um, yeah. Then there's Annette uh, Misner. In 2004, Annette's purse was found near a railing on a Carnival, carnival. Pride ship. Pl- blood splatter was found near her purse, and a nearby security camera had been recovered. Had been covered. Oh, had been covered. Yeah. Oh, my God. I should learn how to read because covered's <laughs> even scarier than recovered. Yeah. So this was intentional. Yeah, it was covered by like paper or something. She was presumed dead. And there was no, <sighs> just that's, blood. She's gone. That's bad. Why would you need to bloody, why would you need to like get bloody with someone where you just push, push them off? Well, maybe there's a struggle. Maybe live. If you just push someone off. Push of, them off. They're going to start screaming. Maybe someone will hear them. Scream. You got to kill them. And then also, you, if you ha- if you love to murder, maybe that's you, what you get. If you love to murder. Yeah. So there's George Smith. On, in 2005, while on his honeymoon, George disappeared from a Royal Caribbean ship. Bloodstains were found in his cabin, along with a bloodstain on a lifeboat canopy beneath mm. his be- balcony. So a passenger claims that she heard arguing on George's balcony the night he went missing, and his wife was found passed out in a hallway. Uh-oh. He was never found, but the police suspected homicide. So he, his wife ended up remarrying five years later, and Royal Caribbean paid her a compensation of $1.1 million. Uh-oh. So a lot of people think that maybe he was robbed and mugged, maybe. but this was actually turned into a Lifetime movie called Deadly Honeymoon. Why do I feel like she did it? Well, her yeah, her family is was really upset about her getting the like million dollars. Yeah, because they're like, well, we don't know. There's we need an investigation. That's a little suspect. Yeah, it is suspect, but she's also George her- Smith sounds like a fake name to me. Yeah, <laughs> it was his like real name. So- it was his real name. Yeah, like George Glass. Yeah, yeah George Glass. George Glass. What if? Hmm. I always feel like talented Mr. Ripley on this kind of stuff. Like, what if he faked his own death? Uh, yeah. So that she could get the money and then, like, he disappeared and then, like, she went the money and now she's doing, you know, like a fake marriage to some other guy who's, like, maybe also in oh, on it. Spoiler alert. It would be him with, like, a face transplant. True. Maybe he they jumped off the boat. He jumped onto, like, a secret lifeboat. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't, um, I keep going off topic, but didn't, um, who was the girl in Greece? Um, Sandy. Sandy. Olivia Newton-John. Didn't her husband fake his own death, like, on a cruise ship or something? Didn't he die in a ski accident? He's not dead. He faked his own death. Are you serious? Why? Okay, wait. Olivia Newton-John's, I guess it wasn't her husband. It was her boyfriend. Olivia Newton-John's former boyfriend found in Mexico after going missing 12 years ago. What? What was he doing in Mexico? He had faked his own death and then fled to Mexico. Mr. McDermott disappeared in 2005 while on a fishing trip. He disappeared with all his person, disappeared with personal items, including his wallet left aboard. 
the U.S. Coast Guard issued that he had most likely drowned. Um, it triggered speculation that he's faked his own death. Whoa. He disappeared to avoid debt, uh, including child support. Oh. Then he was found living off the coast of Mexico. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay, anyway. Then there's also Marion Carver. On an Alaskan cruise in 2004, Marion vanished. A steward reported her missing for five days to his supervisor and was told, whoa, to just do your job and forget it. Yeah, they were like, don't make a big deal out of this. Uh, okay. Uh, Royal Caribbean made no effort to contact the FBI. Her family finally called the cruise line and they said, we don't know what happened. That's it. The cruise line was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Royal Caribbean then put out a statement saying she committed suicide? Yeah. Okay, this is like... It's crazy. Crazy human trafficking stuff, no? Yes. Her family hired lawyers to get some answers and try... Why does this like always really happen to women, too? Yeah. And tried to get a hold of the surveillance video from the ship, but Royal Caribbean said they did at one point have a video, but they got rid of it. Mm. Mm. The ship staff also got rid of Marion's clothes and belongings? Yeah, they just put her stuff in a box and were like, we don't know what happened. No, thank you. And so her dad was like, well, this was an attempt to get rid of the evidence. Yeah, duh. All these people are definitely being sold into, like, sex slavery. Well, that brings us to our next story. Uh Wow, what a seamless transition I just did without even knowing it. (laughs) Amy Lynn Bradley. Okay. Okay. So in March 1998, 23-year-old Amy Lynn Bradley went on a Royal Caribbean cruise with her parents and her brother. One night after dinner, her family went to the upper deck for a party with a Calypso band. Fun. At first. Fun at first. Around 1 a.m., her parents told her and her brother that they were going to go to bed. So Amy and her brother went downstairs to the ship's nightclub. And around 3.30 a.m., her brother Brad left to go to bed. And when he got back to the room, he sat on his balcony for a bit. And then about a half hour later, he heard the cabin door open, and then Amy walked in, and she joined him on the balcony, and they talked for about a half hour. And then at 4 a.m., Brad went to bed while Amy sat on the balcony just, like, hanging out. Mm. So between 5.15 a.m. and 5.30 a.m., about an hour and a half later, her dad got up and went out to his balcony, and he could see Amy and Brad's balcony from his room, like, the windows were, like, kind of facing each other. Mm -hmm. And he saw Amy sleeping on the balcony— And so he went back to bed. Around 6 a.m., about a half hour later, her dad wakes up again. In uh, future interviews, he said that he was startled awake by something, but he doesn't know what. Interesting. So he looks out to Amy and Brad's balcony, but he doesn't see Amy. So he goes to the room to check on them, and he sees Brad sleeping, but Amy isn't there. But also he notices her ID and her shoes were still in the room. Her dad walks around the ship to see if she maybe went to the upper deck to take some photos or get some food. After about 30 minutes of searching for Amy, he runs into the head of security and tells him that he can't find his daughter. He goes back to his cabin and frantically wakes up his wife to tell her Amy is missing. He's in full panic mode at this point. They go to the security office to report Amy missing and ask them to make an announcement, but they refuse. Mm -hmm. They said they didn't want to startle the other guests. Also, Amy was 23, not a toddler. It's also only been an hour since she went missing, and I don't think that's enough time to panic. I agree. 
Yeah, it, that was kind of a weird thing. It was like been an hour. He can't find his daughter. He like goes like she's missing. I don't know where she also, is. Also, like how, it's probably a big boat if it's a cruise line. It's, like she, it's a giant ship. Yeah, there's so many places she could they be. They do like a like a calling. They calling. didn't want to do an announcement because they didn't want to startle. But that you could guess. do it without startling people like i think that's a fair yeah. thing to do to just be like you've got a phone call yeah like amy please yeah. report amy, yeah blah, 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 to the karaoke to the... bar like yeah. your your song's up <laughs> your, song... <laughs> <laughs> your turn's up yeah uh at this point know. the ship was just about to dock in caraca Cur- is it curacao is that how you pronounce yeah curacao? yeah yeah okay. i was just testing your um <laughs> which meant everyone on the ship was about to get off to go do their excursions so amy's mom and dad were begging them at this point to make the announcement if something terrible did happen to amy her uh her her body could easily be taken off the ship and thrown away evidence could be destroyed yeah like bef- they're like please like this is about to get really yeah insane everyone's about to get off the ship yeah like evidence is probably yeah. gonna get trampled fucked up like and let's do like, this now they're like no sorry so then ev- after i mean it, you're right about it being so soon like amy could have met a dude and like gone into his room she like, could be sleeping yeah like you don't know where yeah, yeah you don't know so after everyone got off the ship the crew did a search but they found nothing so now the family is questioning whether they should stay on the ship or get off in Curacao to look for her. Well, she's not in Curacao because she would have had to jump off the boat. Or she could be, she could have gotten off the ship with everyone. Didn't, do they check people as they get off the ship? Not, I don't believe as they get off. Well, I feel like should. they would have to. Well, I know they do when they, I can't remember. Oh yeah, you've been on a boat. But I know they. I've been, been on a boat. boat. I know that they for sure check you when you get on. Right. I don't remember being checked as I got off. I would stay on the boat. Yeah. So they decide. Excuse me. So they decide to pack up their stuff. Melissa and, did it. And they get <laughs> off the ship. So they go to the U.S. Embassy to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And the embassy thinks that she probably fell overboard. Oh my god! So they launch a huge search. They have helicopters and boats, but they don't find anything. So the family stays in Curacao. Can I interject for a second? Yes. I think that actually when the dad saw her sleeping outside, I would hope that if my parents ever saw me just sleeping outside, they'd like wake me up and be like, Allie, get into bed. Yeah, but she was probably enjoying the sea breeze. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if it was like safe, like on a belt, like, I don't like Maybe she had a blanket paper. over her. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're maybe. right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, sorry, I'm a <laughs> Amy's parents apologist. Okay. okay. <laughs> so they stay in Curacao that night, and the next day the FBI gets involved, and mm. they want to search the ship. So the family flies to St. Thomas, which is the next stop on the ship where it's docking next so they can get back on the ship. Okay. So the cruise ship security starts asking people about Amy, and a man who was filming a promotional video for the nightclub... The night that Amy was there says he has a video of her. Uh-oh. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So he gives the ship security a copy of the video, and it shows Amy dancing with a guy who is in the band Blue Orchid that played that night. His name is Yellow. Okay, but like honestly, Blue Orchid's one of my favorite bands. It wait, really? No. (laughs) (laughs) This is like the second time in a row. You both said you love bands, and I'm like, huh? Oh wait, Blue Orchid band. Okay. I think it's the Calypso band that was playing that night, doing covers of like Probably. "Feeling Hot, Hot, Hot." Oh, hell yeah! So the security asks for the original video of that footage, but the guy who made the video refuses, and he says he never gives his original videos away, and unless the FBI asks for it, he's not giving it up. Wow. And so the FBI never contacted him about that video. The fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so months later, when the news story of Amy turns into a huge story, the last footage of her dancing is never shown. The guy who took the video contacts the parents and is like, have you seen the footage I took of Amy dancing that I gave to the crew's security? And the family says that, no, they've never even heard of it. The crew security never even told them it existed. Yeah. Perhaps they tried to bury it because Amy was seen with a cruise ship worker the night that she disappeared. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. The FBI interviews Yellow, the guy in the band who is seen dancing with Amy, and he says that he didn't see her after 1 a.m., which is not true because they're seen together dancing at 3 a.m. on that video. Uh-huh. When Amy's brother realizes the FBI is questioning Yellow, he remembers an odd encounter he had with him the morning Amy went missing. He didn't really think anything about it at the time, but now that this guy is a suspect, he remembers it. Yellow walked up to Brad, who was sitting at the pool, and says, Sorry to hear about your sister. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) But this was before any of the crew were notified about Amy. So how did he know something had happened to her? Yeah. That's weird. Uh Two girls on the ship told Amy's family that they had seen Amy in yellow around 5.45 a.m., getting off an elevator, going back into the nightclub, and yellow had handed Amy a dark-colored drink. Yeah, because her dad says he saw her between, like, 5.15 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. And these two girls said they saw her at 5.45 a.m. with a drink. Could have been coffee. Maybe roofies in the coffee. So it was coffee with something in it. Yeah. 
Or if it was like a rum. Could have been a rum. Could have been a rum. Could have been a rum. Or Coke. Hot chocolate. Yeah. The FBI interviews Yellow extensively again, but they never find enough evidence to charge him or arrest him. Yeah, it's kind of a dead end. Okay, so there's finally a break in the case. A little over a year after she went missing in May 1999, America's Most Wanted featured the case. Someone, Didn't they, like, America's Most Wanted crack more cases than the FBI? Probably. Well, that's that's a tall claim. Let's well, look. that's good. Let's give it a goog. That's a goog. America's Most Wanted versus, F- versus FBI. the FBI. <laughs> Um, since America's, is this Blue Orchid? This is the Blue Orchid, uh, beep. Okay, but uh, we don't have the rights to this. (laughs) (laughs) That was me singing. America's Most Wanted is said to have helped catch 1,203 fugitives over the past quarter of a century, including 17 people off the FBI's Most Wanted list. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty... Hefty. That's a hefty load. Yeah, just even think about what web crawlers is going to do by the end of this decade. <laughs> yeah. So America's Most Wanted featured the case. Someone called in with a tip, and it was a scuba diver who was in Curacao five months after Amy went missing, and he says that he saw her on the beach. Oh, my God. And she was being led by two shady-looking guys. And he described her perfectly, even her tattoos. Oh, shit. So the FBI sends people down there to investigate, but they come up with nothing. Hmm. So then a few months after that, in August 1999, the family is contacted by a guy named Frank Jones, and he says he's a private investigator. He said that he works with a team of people who are very experienced in rescuing people who have been kidnapped. And he tells the parents that he's going to do some investigating in Curacao and get back to them. So a few weeks later, he calls and says, we found your daughter, she's alive, and we know how to get her back. But he tells the family it's going to cost $24,000 for him and his team to get down there and make the rescue. That seems a little suspect. He all of a sudden just contacts them out of nowhere saying, I'll help you get your daughter. Oh, Mm -hmm. I found her now. So the family sells their car and gets the money to Frank because they're like, well, we at this point, like, yeah, they're desperate, you know. So shortly after that, Frank contacts the family and says he's talked to the people who have Amy, and they're asking for a ransom of $50,000. But Frank says that his team doesn't fuck with ransoms, and he can get Amy himself, but it'll cost $100,000. So the family wants to make sure Amy is still alive before shelling out all that money, so they ask for proof. And then Frank gets them photos. They show a woman on a beach, but you can't see her face, but you can see her tattoos, and they match Amy's exactly. Hmm. So the family is convinced. They're like, well, that's Amy. It's the same tattoos. So they get Frank the money, and he tells them that they need to fly to Miami immediately and wait for his call. So they head to Miami, and they wait, and they hear nothing for a week. And finally, Frank calls and says that they weren't able to get Amy Because a gunfight broke out when they were trying to rescue her and some of his men were injured. What the fuck? So the family is extremely upset and they pack up to go home, but then they get a call from someone who works with Frank. And this guy says he thinks Frank is scamming them. He said he overheard a phone call 
where Frank was telling the family about their rescue mission, but none of it was true. Mm. So the family is devastated. And Frank was eventually arrested and tried for fraud, and he was sent to prison and had to pay the family back. Fuck, dude. But that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's so mean. Uh, three years passed before they had any more leads. In 2002, a guy contacted the police and said he was in the military and in Curacao at a brothel a few years ago when a woman walked up to him because he spoke English and said, I'm Amy Bradley and I need your help. Fuck. The guy was confused and kind of weirded out, but then two men came over and dragged her away. He didn't report it immediately because he was on active duty and would have gotten in trouble since he was in a brothel. So the police go to investigate it, but it had been a few years and the brothel had burned down. Mm-hmm. Damn, I hope Amy burned that shit down. A few more years passed, and in 2005, they get another lead. An ad for sex workers in the Caribbean pops up online, and there's a woman in the ad who looks a lot like Amy. They send it to a photo specialist at the FBI who said he would bet his career that the woman in the photo is Amy. So here are the photos. Yeah. I don't know. What do you... Th- do they look like... Here's the photos, Maria. I mean... Yeah, they she that looks like her. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they grew her hair. Yeah, I think that's her. It's with her with like longer hair and a lot of makeup. What's her last name? Amy Lynn Bradley. Yeah. But they couldn't there's they couldn't trace the photos. And that was like the last lead that they've ever received. What year was that? That was 2002, 2000, 2005. 2005. Yeah, that's her. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, it looks a lot like her, like the nose, the cheeks, the lips, the eyebrows. So one of the theories is that it's sex, sex trafficking, human trafficking. Yeah, a hundred percent. I really, yeah, because there's there's pictures of her too. Like if you Google her, there's pictures of her with long hair, and then that's it's pretty similar yeah. to. And it looks like they dyed it black and zhuzhed it up, and so it's. I mean. It really seems... I think there's a huge problem with human trafficking. Yeah. Oh, another thing about this case is when you get on the ship, they take your photo. Like, when you get on, it's like, well, you're on the ship, and there's like, blah, blah, blah. And then they print them out to give to you later. Oh, really? Why? Because it's like a fun thing to do. Oh, it's not to be like, you made it. No, it's like a fun... Like, I have a picture of me on a cruise. It's like, oh, a cruise. And so when her family went to go pick up the photos... They were missing. Well, there well, were no photos of her family. And the photographer like distinctly rem- remembers taking photos of their family. Yeah, these cruise lines are definitely in on it. So the cruise ship, and just like that promotional video that the guy had, they never showed that to the FBI. And they never told the family that there was this video of Amy because she was seen with a cruise ship worker in one of the videos. So uh. maybe someone, members of the crew took her as like human trafficking yeah i mean if you think about it on all these different cruise lines that the people that that women yeah go missing and then the cruise line refuses to cooperate or report it and then just say that they committed suicide or went overboard Mm -hmm. it's clear that this is a human trafficking thing yeah like women can't go anywhere without fear of being human traffic some sort of assault Mm -hmm. this is scary because i was about to take a trip alone well i am taking a trip alone and i was like i should go on a cruise that'd be kind of fun like i a woman should never go on a cruise alone no because you can just be thrown overboard yeah or i mean or 
captured and no one would know the difference. Yeah. Okay, are these pictures online of Yellow and Amy for real? Wait, there's pictures of yeah, Yellow? Yeah, there's them dancing. Yeah. What? Oh, there's that, that must be from the video? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, so if she... Say she fell overboard, maybe when her dad was woken up at 6 a.m., maybe he heard her like a splash. No, he she did not fall overboard. But like how it's really hard to fall overboard on a cruise ship. They have the railings are like so there's really high and your ships like a balcony. When I went on a cruise ship, the balcony doesn't go over the water. It goes over the rest of the, the ship. rest of the ship. Yellow or another crew member probably came into the room and she was like startled or something and and a noise probably woke up her dad and she left with yellow and then that's what woke the dad up and then he saw that she was missing and she went into the room and then she went up with yellow and drank whatever was in that drink and then but you're saying so she had met yellow prior yellow came to the room yellow came back to the room come dance with me and then she was, or was it? She met Yellow prior, and then she went back to her room at like five or whatever to fall asleep. And then Yellow came back to her room at like five thirty, and was like, "Hey, let's." But he would let's party he would more. risk the parents seeing him and stuff. Well, he they had a separate room than the parents. I know her brother was in the room with her sleeping. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if she maybe like mm, yeah was still awake and was like I don't know or, unless or the Yellow thing came- that just woke up the dad was her leaving to go to yeah so he they had had a plan to meet up later yeah Yeah. maybe they just had a plan to meet up again and maybe he heard the door shut to amy's room and then that's what woke him up Mm -hmm. yeah who knows yeah i mean i think we do know i think that's exactly what happened so there have been some murders as well on cruise ships oh my god what happened that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) there have been a lot of murders so we have we're gonna talk about a couple of them today so mickey kanasaki was 52 went on a cruise with her ex-husband lonnie in 2006 she went missing but weeks later her strangled body turned up in italian waters oh my god so lonnie was already back in the u.s with a woman that he later married so in 2013, he was charged with Mickey's murder. And his motive was he was trying to gain control of more than a million dollars from her assets. Mm. But in a twist, Lonnie was later charged with allegedly trying to have his new wife killed after she gave grand jury testimony against him. Jesus Christ. So he's waiting trial on all charges and is pled not guilty. But first of all, don't go on a cruise with your ex-husband. Yeah, no. that's fucking weird. He'll push you over the edge. Mm-hmm. And then there's Shirley McGill, went on a five-day carnival cruise with her husband, Robert McGill, for his 55th birthday in 2009. He got super wasted, and he strangled his wife in their cabin. Afterward, he changed his clothes, went to the upper deck, smoked a cigar, and when another couple asked about his wife, he told them he killed her. Oh, my God, dude. He was sentenced to life in prison. Jeez. Yeah. I just looked up carnival cruise on Reddit. People need to, like... People need to be talking about this. Well, that, like, what do you think we're doing, Allie? Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Give me I a just, taste of my own medicine, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went on a Norwegian cruise. Okay. It was lovely. She's alive to tell the tale. Yeah, it was lovely. Tamra Tucker. She was on the Carnival Elation cruise. 
Her body was found several floors below her own balcony. Police initially thought she fell, but also thought her longtime lover may have pushed her or was trying to discard of, of her body. In September 2018, he went to trial but was released on a $50,000 bond. As of December 20th, 2019, he pleaded guilty. Yeah. Bro, someone needs to get Shaq on the line and tell him he should not be promoting Carnival Cruises. Oh, there was this other crazy thing that I saw. There was this elevator accident. It was on a Carnival, what was it? Carnival Ecstasy cruise line. So the passengers were like walking to dinner and they saw blood no. pouring down an no, elevator. No. What? That's from the shining. Of, no, there's a video of it. They saw blood pouring down the elevator and a maintenance worker had apparently gotten stuck and like his body got chopped in half. No. There's video of it. I, there's a link of it. The no. people were no, like, no. it's, they're like, it sounded like a rainstorm. Oh my God. If you just Google elevator, no. How do you cruise blood? You can see Melissa. a still from it. And the carpet looks like it's from The Shining, too. That's disgusting. It's cr- and it was 2016. That's horrible. That's this really... great. Like, cruise ships are death traps. Yeah. Don't go on a cruise ship. They're just floating rocks of death through the ocean. It's full of old the, people. The, uh, <laughs> Carnival Cruise has a roller coaster? Oh, no. That's upsetting. Yeah, dude. I don't need a roller coaster on the ocean. I don't need an ocean roller. They have a water a water park, a roller coaster. Yeah. I don't whoever said like, "Oh yeah, and let's add a roller coaster." was is, is out of their sick. mind. Yeah, is a murderer. Yeah, is a, is murderer. a murderer. I mean, no, Melissa, don't yeah, dare. Yeah, Melissa. <laughs> don't I, dare. I I won $4,000 on a cruise ship once. Yeah, not what? yeah, playing blackjack. I'm okay with gambling on a cruise ship. But it's the ro- it's it's where you're building thrill rides on top of the ocean that I go, well, let's not. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would never go on a roller coaster on a cruise ship. Emerald Lagasse has has restaurants on Carnival Cruises. Bam. <laughs> he I've, signed a cookbook for me when I was in fourth grade. Uh-huh. And what did he write? <laughs> he wrote, bam. Yeah. Are you a big emerald head in fourth grade? Well, my parents were out of town, and my fourth grade teacher was babysitting me. And I don't know why. I guess she made more money babysitting on the side. So she was staying with me and babysitting me, and she was obsessed with Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> and he was doing a book signing at the mall, at the Century City Mall, and she made me go with her, and he signed a book for me. Wow, that's probably wow. worth a pretty penny right now. <laughs> I know, shit. Wow. Well, oh my god, and there's guys. Guy Fieri has a burger joint on. Well, first thing we need to do is we need to contact Shaq, Guy Fieri, and Emerald Lagasse and send them the link to this episode. Okay, and let them know what's going on on these carnival cruises. I mean, I've I've had some good food on cruises. Uh, Melissa, I'm starting to think this is all a setup. Melissa's been paid (laughs) by big cruise. I would never go on another cruise, but the two cruises I've been on, I had a lot of fun. Okay. That's because you made it out alive. If you have ever been on a cruise, yeah, please tell let us, us know. your cruise stories. Melissa. Tell us about your bloody elevator story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so fucking gross uh, and sad. Uh, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can reach us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. 
You can also find us on Reddit and Facebook. And something really exciting. So this comes out the 14th, January 14th. On January on Friday, January 17th, if you live in Los Angeles, we'll be having a live show. We Web will. Colors live. Isn't that exciting? I'm it's so our excited. Our first live show. It's the it's podcast party. They do they have different podcasts on. They each do 15 minutes, like a little snippet from their shows. Yes. And we're going to do a fun thing. Yes. So uh, if you want to buy tickets, we have blasted out the link on our Twitter, and we hope to see you there. Melissa will be signing autographs after the show. I will be. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Maria. She, de- she demanded that in her rider. Well, why yeah. aren't you? Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like that. <laughs> you're not you know people are just gonna go sell them on ebay yeah and i just yeah. I don't need that kind you'll of just do hugs you're I one of the hugs. <laughs> i do hugs i don't do photos though because i don't i don't know i don't do it um anyways <laughs> thank you guys for listening i'm ali siegel i'm melissa stutton bam <laughs> <laughs> bye Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.